write about Trying to figure out what it's all about Excellentialist Am I worth anything or just a scout? I don't know I don't know That was great sounds of Watts with Outside on WNHHLP 103.5 FM New Haven Myself Preston with my partner in crime Long Island Rays Elm City Made EZ Blues is in the building. Easy Blues. You are better introductions more than me. Who do we have with us today on the show? Ladies and gentlemen, once again, we get to jump in the DeLorean. We're going to throw that son of a gun to 88 miles an hour, and we're going to go back in time. I want to take you, I'm going to set the scene here, okay? We're at Toad's Place, all right? I'm standing next to the coolest drummer boy in the entire world, Kenneth, and we are sitting there preparing for not an equal to Jake, but a less than Jake to perform. Before I go on, enters this band that not only syncs up 100% to the ideologies of Shame Penguin, but also the shenanigans and the funness. And we knew there was a kindred spirit that needed to be seen. From that moment, I dissected lyrics. I understood the horn parts. And then they started taking things out of their mouths for a good 2.5 seconds. What's ridiculous. But for that moment and that moment alone, I knew that I would always keep flying with these guys because it is an amazing flight. So with that, I want you to put your hands together. Not if you're driving. If you're driving, please keep your hands at 10 and 2. We don't need any accidents. But mentally, put your hands together for John Ryan of flying. Wow, that rhymes. I did not expect that to rhyme like that. <laughs> Thanks for having me. I'm stoked to be here. That was a great introduction, by the way. That was really always does a great job. Always. That was <laughs> Top tier. Top tier of making people feel good. That's easy blues. Wow. And that's the whole thing. You know, it's to make y'all feel special. This is this is your guys' time, and, and it's it's such a key thing, you know. Um what is super super interesting like about you guys is yes you because you have horns and stuff you're considered like a ska band but like it says in your bio there's so many of these different um fabrics that you fold into it uh how did you guys form first and foremost and really what made you decide that there are no rules in the music in which you play band really formed uh when Henry's old band called it a day and the last couple members of Henry's old band uh, was him and his brother actually and some of the other guys who had left to go back home uh, and uh, he his brother didn't want to create the music that they were creating and he was very stern with Henry and Henry came to my house because we had become much closer friends over the last like nine months or so. And he was very upset and confused and disappointed. And we just talked it out. We talked about, look, maybe it is time to try something different. I know you got some songs you've already written. He already had songs ready to go for his now defunct band. It's like maybe there's a way to change them, make them, you know, something different than what you've been doing. And it was as simple as me telling him with one of the songs, Pink Cloud Nine, which was the first song, really. Then, um, why don't you take out the upstrokes? Why don't you just take that out? 
You know, what if instead of having upstrokes, there's just straight, uh, I think I might have said like more voodoo glow skulls, just straight punk through it. You know, voodoo glow skulls right. do have upstrokes in their songs, mm-hmm. but I was thinking more like a chorus of uh, a glow right. skulls chorus. And I think maybe a week, less than a week, maybe two or three days, he resent me the same song. And I said, dude, this is awesome. This is this is exactly what I was doing with my old band and exactly what I want to hear as a listener. I love this. Uh, I value this. And this is the this is what you need to be doing now. This is the way I promise this is the way. And he wrote a few more songs or, you know, changed a few more songs. And then the next phone call we had was him being like, look, you've been involved with me talking me through this i'd love for you to at least come record the saxophone on here my brother is going to do all the trombone i would love to have the secondary horn be you and then we were at the barbershop with brett uh in 2016 and i was in there and i was like dude i think that i've got to just be in the band right and he's like we really want that to be a thing and at the time in my life i was very dedicated to being a crew person actually for other bands. So I was very torn Mm -hmm. about the idea of going back to being in a band that I could see myself really being invested in. And uh, I think I was 30 years old and that's, I think understandable for someone who's 30 to be questioning. Do you really Mm want to get back to starting something that you used to do when you were 20 years old? Um, And uh, thank God I said, yes. Thank God, because it's just over the last, is it seven years now? Over the last seven years, my life has changed drastically. Um, Mm -hmm. All the closest people in my life now I've made, minus five, through the band. Um, Some of the best experiences I've ever had with any any band I've ever been in or worked with have been with this band. And so, uh, you know, Mm -hmm. this was the way it was supposed to go. And that's how it kind of got started. That's awesome. Now... Um, you said you said it before that uh, the band that you were playing with before played similar style of uh, music in which you were going for, but see, there's so many people that love to pigeonhole. Like I, it's one of the, one of the things that we hate the most. The Champ Penguin is they're like, oh, who do you sound? You know, what what do you sound like? What style are you? Um, you guys don't have one, and I love it. <laughs> yeah, what was that? You know, a conscious decision. You know what's funny is you mentioned it. Of course, this 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 I find so interesting. Uh, less interesting now because it's mm-hmm. overplayed. Ska, everyone, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, I get it. The horns, I do. And also, you've seen our faces in ska bands in the past, at least half the band. So I get it. But our bassist Chuck is friends with one of the um, singers in a band called Stop the Presses. They're like a mm-hmm. New York ska band. And he mentioned to me that they receive all the time, what do you guys mean you're a ska band and you don't have any horns? So that right. only doubles down the fact that people just put horns mm-hmm. with ska music, but that's that's not what makes ska music, as you and I both know. Horns, there is how much music out there that has horns. From from mm-hmm. classical to jazz to rap to rock to metal that right. have horns, 
none of those are things you'd call ska. So people just have a hard time disconnecting that. Um, That said, we also don't get upset. We do play with the ska bands, some of them, the ones we Mm -hmm. like, the ones that like us, we we play with them. And I still love their music. Less Than Jake is going to be one of my favorite bands forever. Um, ME330, Voodoo Glow Skulls, the toasters these are bands that i will just love always um but we i i think because the band as this band has continued to evolve the members of the band all listen to so many different kinds of music and so many different artists that we're able to take different influences from across a very wide spectrum i think that really shows itself with the newest record it, it, it is way more of well, lean this way. Let's lean that way. Let's lean and not just lean. Let's just straight up fall that way. Uh, because no. it doesn't really matter at this point where someone wants to put us. If they want to say we're this, they want to say we're that. We get billed. My favorite thing, as my bandmates know, is always looking at a promoter's billing of us on their Facebook event. Because we get mm. billed as so many different things every time. Sometimes right. it's long also because we're from different places. So it's never right. accurate to where the band is from. Sometimes we're billed as Long Island ska. Sometimes it's Pennsylvania pop punk. Sometimes it's New Jersey emo. It, it rotates right. uh, depending on what the promoter's interpretation or the person creating the Facebook event, at the very least, interpretation right. of what they think the band is. Um, what is the band? We really are a Northeast originally new york new jersey pennsylvania punk pop punk horn driven you know punk band that that is how i boil it down right um but you can call us whatever you'd like you could stick us wherever you'd like our most successful shows that we've played in regards to picking up new people have always been when friends like our homie chris also who lives in cincinnati and does a lot of the hardcore shows will randomly say hey I know you need this date for your tour, but I already have this Alpha Wolf tour. Would you mind just playing with them? I'll merge mm-hmm. the shows. That's a good name. Oh, I don't mind at all. I don't mind at all. And those are always the ones that are the mixed bills and the ones that are a little bit extra outlandish are the ones that I always remember and the ones that people are always after the set being like, yo, I have never seen anything like this. I'm so glad you guys were on the show. I would have never cared to to look into something like this you guys put on a crazy show which i think is a major part of it the live show is clearly a thing that is um brings people in mm-hmm. um, so yeah call us what you want we'll play whatever bill which is right. nice <laughs> look i thought we were the only people that 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 felt like that because you know we are our our biggest successful you know bills have been playing like with hip hop shows we get more yep. love from hip hop audiences than we'll ever get from a from a punk audience that's like well you guys aren't really punk i'm like uh, uh, appreciate that i mean we have an award that says who they are but even in the award is like they're a funk band like whatever <laughs> right you know which we're not yep. that either <laughs> you know um but there's so much freedom and i love that you're you're highlighting your members have a whole bunch of different influences. We're at, we're at yeah. this point in music right now where it's almost a spaghetti. You know, you just kind of like grab a little bit of spaghetti and you throw it against the wall and whatever sticks, that's what music you get to put out there. 
a lot of that has to do with the independent scene being a lot more forward. You know, yeah. a lot of you artists, like you guys selves and stuff, you're taking a lot of the investment up front. Um, and I know that that's a lot of the story that people don't talk about. And I kind of wanted to bring that out in the front so that people would understand the reason why this is attainable is because you guys put the work in, but you also put the proper investment in the merchandising. You put the proper investment in the marketing. You put the proper investment in the tour management and to. different things like that. You have to. A lot of people any... don't feel like that. <laughs> people ask me, what can we be doing? I don't have an answer. Mm -hmm. As you're, as you just said, not only with the songs are you seeing what sticks but in general with everything we don't know what what's going to work uh, you know you want to start as simple as social media i'm sure you guys have covered this a million times but mm -hmm. the algorithm changes we don't know what's going to work we don't know which video is going to do well which is going to get 82 likes I, we, it doesn't mean stop posting you got to keep posting um to see what happens um you you have to run ants. I and I remember a time in my life not too long ago where it was like, oh, can't believe these bands are running these ads. But I'm realizing if you don't, Instagram and Facebook does not want to push it through because they want to make money. You're running a sale. They're not going to push your posts through. They know that you're making money for free for through them. That doesn't make sense for them as a business. I understand that. It's it's business, okay. Um we are a band that still doesn't really make a lot on the door. We, we, especially for six guys and for having to travel, we do make any monies are from merchandising, which we try to be very smart with. We try to make sure that the designs are top tier, that we have an artist. Fortunately for us, our friend, Chris, who is incredible at what he does and can read my mind with things. And, Half our stuff is bootleg, like pop culture, you know, mm -hmm. designs. Because, again, it's stuff I like. And some of my bandmates, too. But I do most of the merchandising. Um, but someone who doesn't know the band or doesn't really care, but they do love Beetlejuice, and they happen to see the band, suddenly they're like, oh, I'm going to pick up this shirt. That's a great That's a great shirt. And that that is how we're able to sustain and save like you said, reinvest. We're still DIY when it comes to mm -hmm. our next record for Negger. We have to front all that ourselves. Nobody is giving us that. Yeah. Um, and again, talk about investment. If you don't spend a at least some money to get a good quality recording, you're going to get over overlooked immediately by so many people who are just listening for 10 seconds. They're like, it sounds bad. I don't even care that the song mm -hmm. might be good. It doesn't, it doesn't sound good. So I, I'm right. not going to give this any more attention. You got to invest uh, that way. Um, you, you don't need to have a van anymore. As you're well aware, you can rent, but some mm -hmm. that's not a cost effective for us. That's not cost effective. So, here I am, uh, the last two days with my sister's boyfriend, getting pieces of the van still fixed because I'm right. I just trying to do the upkeep from this last tour. We put, I think this year, we must have put 18,000 miles on the van. Wow. Right. You know, it is what it is. Maybe more. 
Um, yeah, uh, people, people, younger people love to ask me, what can I be doing? And it mm -hmm. really is as simple as you have to be doing. You right. have to be doing. You can't just, you can, some people get lucky. Yeah. Some people, something goes viral on TikTok. So it does happen. We we've seen it happen. We we all know that, but most have to just keep putting the work in. And if you're just sitting back, a lot of friends will tell me, "Well, we've had these songs. We've been waiting for someone to pick up." I said, "How long you had the songs for?" Oh, over a year. Over a year you've been oh, waiting with these songs. Over. You got to put these yeah. songs out. You can't wait that. Why are you waiting? What are you waiting for? We're at a point in the industry now where if someone is keen on the band or the artist, they're going to message you. They're going to hit someone up. Like they're not, we're at a different time now. Put the songs right. out, just put them out. Yep. Maybe those songs will be the songs that gets attention of somebody over at a label somewhere, maybe, or, or, or an agent mm -hmm. or somebody who wants to help the band out. Um, but waiting, waiting doesn't work. And the same with touring again, everyone's lives different. Everybody's in different scenario, different ages. So not everyone can go and do it the way that we do it. Of course, I understand that. But the, if you really want to do this, you need to be putting in the time and the work. And mm -hmm. if you're a band of people who are all work nine to fives or have jobs where you can't really be taking off, well, then I got to tell you, all those vacation times and weekends if you want to be doing this as well, have to just go right to the band. Mm -hmm. We know plenty of bands who only tour a week and a half in the summer, like a week in the fall, a week in the spring or the winter on their winter break or whatever they have, and, and a couple weekends. But at least they're doing it and hoping that something comes from it. Maybe mm -hmm. somebody will see the band and want to take them out for something, and then they can make the decision of should we take off work for this or should we not? Um Right. If you don't have that and you're younger, then the more that you can be investing in, the the better your chances are of of. I mean, look again, I don't even know what I'm saying as far as what better your chances are. For me, the more that I yeah. tour, the more shows I play, the happier mm -hmm. I am. It just truly makes me happy. Financial side, regardless, I right. I, I have never once woken up and said, "Well, I hope to be making my share from the band today or this mm -hmm. week." It's never been a thing. Anytime that the band's made enough money to give right. some money to each of the members, it's been like, this is just a bonus. My joy comes from playing the shows and having the conversations with people right. who are either moved or right. impressed or just laughing. Hmm. That's where my joy comes. And I think that that, right. that does it for me. Uh, again, everyone's different. Um, right. But I think... Because my path took me away from playing my own music, really, for seven mm -hmm. years, I think that's why that's why it, it is so right. appealing to me, because I stopped doing it for so long. I didn't even realize what I was missing. Um, I'm not going to miss watching... out on this opportunity, though. WNHHLP 103.5 FM New Haven, myself, Preston, and my partner in crime, live from that very, 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 very nice room he's in. EZ Blues <laughs> is in the building. John, I agree with you. Um, there's really no such thing as like 
the best advice in the world. The best advice is just experience, just going at it, just yeah. doing what you got to do, just pulling in, just putting in those long hours. Um, pretty much the experience is the best thing you can just get right now. You know, you can't really give good advice to experience it. So like, I kind of get where your yeah. head was going. You were going back and forth, trying to find the right thing to say, but yeah, you know, you got to actually go out there, you know, and put those hours in, you know, you can only say so much to a person. I mean, easy can relate, you know, everybody's path is different when it comes musically, creatively yeah. is different from any kind of artist. So, you know, you're trying to say the right thing and you are saying gems, mind you, you are, you're not saying anything bad. It's just, you know. It's different from everybody. It really is. Yeah. You See, agree? And also, uh, you know. Oh, yeah. Well, first yeah, of all, I'm a million percent agree. Well, go ahead, go John. Ahead. We didn't mean to cut you off. No, no, no. You're good. Yeah. Well, no. What I was going to mm -hmm. say is I, I completely agree. And also being being a musician for as long as I've been, I've yeah. been the young musician. I've been the the, the miserable uh, musician. I've been, <laughs> you know, and, and now I'm at the point where I'm just playing for myself and having the most fun and humanly possible. And I think that if I could t teach any young person as a musician, that's what you got to do from jump. Just as long as you're having fun, you know, I love how you talk about, you know, what you were doing with your merch, yeah. you know, what makes you happy, what makes you pop, you put out there in merch and hopefully it'll make somebody else pop. I do that all the time. You know, e even like our practices, we practice in a round and I try, if I can say something that makes my drummer go off beat for a second or just bust out laughing or my bass player, if I can break them, then I know I can use this live on stage. I know that this is going to work. This is going to be something, you know, or, you know, if I'm messing with lyrics and I'll say something completely far out there and the drummer just stops and goes, really? Really? That's what we're going with. Okay. I didn't realize it was going to be that kind of party, but sure. You know, that's when you know those things are going to happen. And, being when I was the younger musician, I got to meet Eddie Vedder. Um, and what he actually, you know, and of course, I'm like, what advice do you have for me? Oh, sir, of who I would love to be, you know, what is your advice? And he just looks at me and goes, just do it. And yeah. the young person was mad that it wasn't better advice. But the person I am today was like, that is the best advice in the history of the world, I wish I was smart enough to hear it and understand it back then. I'd be further along in my journey today if I did. Mm -hmm. Well, I think I think fear is a large part of that because if you ha don't have the experience yet, it is scary to think about just doing it alone and possibly messing up with anything, you know, in life. I think the fear is a very normal human thing. Uh, and what I was going to say before was the, the younger people and some of them not so young, but that I think another great tip is at not to not be afraid to ask questions because the people that have crossed my yes. path who have asked me this basic question of what advice, the ones who've come back and asked me a follow-up question or a third question or a fourth question. My friend Oscar, he's in a band called Kings of the Wild Things. He sent me a text this morning saying, hey, I, I was wondering if you had time this week to, I had to pick your brain about a couple things. This kid right. has been working so hard right. with his band mm -hmm. and he keeps coming back asking. He keeps trying things 
And then he's asking, what do you think? What do you, and I'm like, mm-hmm. and I'm, I never ever, I will always answer. And that those are the people who right. I can see yeah. are really doing it and really do it. Mm-hmm. And they're making, and they're, and it's working. It's working mm-hmm. at least in some capacity because I'll check in and we, we opened for them for their um, release show this year. And it was like almost 300 people there at the record mm-hmm. theater. And I was like, Oh, he's doing right. it. He, 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 he made it work. Right. He made it work. He's got people yeah. singing the words here. It's working, man. You, you're doing it. Like proud of that kid. Um, so yeah, I, I, I think, I think finding it within ourselves and this is applies to me still to break out of the fear mm-hmm. of, well, right. I just don't, Breaking out of that and just going and just trying, I think that helps. And I think that starts, at least it did for me, an avalanche of, okay, well, now that we've turned down, pulled down that wall, maybe we can mm-hmm. kick through another one. Mm-hmm. Maybe we can kick through another one. Mm-hmm. So, yep. Yeah. No, I agree. Completely agree. No, definitely. 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 That's that it, it does become that avalanche or like when you're playing Jenga. You know, you remove that one piece and the whole tower just falls down. That's how things go. And, you know, that fear can be so crippling, but it also, you know, gets you to those points. Like, I love that you said it's the people that continue to go through because, you know, I thought I was being annoying, (laughs) you know, because this the reason why this started is because I saw you live and then continued to talk with you guys through um instagram and and you know different aspects and you know to pick your brain you gave me great advice on on um the high video um and when everything happened with a guitarist you were the first one to be like just don't give up and i was like oh word okay you know so you know i don't honestly i can honestly say that i don't know if we would still be together if it wasn't for people like you that were like this is going to be a bad part but you're going to get to the other side of it just you know put the work in and sorry you're going through what you're going through that's such key what made you what made you like that because there's a lot of musicians out there that are completely total opposite i figured out how to get into this world and it's it is it is a very small club and i'm not letting anybody else in because you're going to take my spot and here you are saying yo hit me up as much as possible i love this spot but if you take this spot i'm gonna just say take the next spot and i love how you talked about a gentleman that was talking you know to talking with you for advice and still hit you up for advice yet you still open for him on their cd release uh thing so you know exactly when when to be the mentor or when to be the student how is that how did that become part of your branding because that's opposite of everything we're ever taught Uh, i think truthfully from working for rising artists who were not jaded and then became some of the members jaded and having to hear so much hate uh, spewed from the mouths of some of these people towards their peers uh, behind their backs and the classic what you just said uh, fear of somebody taking their spot and instead of wanting to elevate them, trying to do anything to push them down so that they wouldn't 
and or when those bands did take their spot, they would just complain about it instead of being stoked. I think being surrounded by people who complained all the time uh, and always, why not us? And and I think it just made me realize it's like, you, you know, I, I just don't like that. Um, and I have moments, I'm human, where I have to think and sit Oh man, this band this band went blue right past keep flying. But then I I I stop myself and I'm like, oh hold on. That's good. Because maybe yeah. they'll come and return the favor. And mm -hmm. that has mm -hmm. happened to us. Mm -hmm. That has happened to us. Uh I but truthfully, I think it's from sadly being involved as a employee in the music industry and seeing a lot of the magic. Uh, go away and a lot of the curtain being pulled back and seeing how a bulk of people are uh, and how business is con conducted from all aspects, merchandising, booking, booking agents, managers, seeing how many genuine people out there versus how many people who don't. It's just business, which it is like any other business. It is business. Uh, I think that helped me big time realize that at 37 years old, I certainly need to just be having fun with this. And mm -hmm. I even have to apologize to my bandmates sometimes when I get a little too serious and I re have to realize, okay, if these guys aren't having fun, then there's no point in us doing this and being out here. So maybe I need to calm down for a minute and take a chill pill and not worry that we, you know, we're out of tune for a moment or something like this mm -hmm. that I got pissed off about and just let it go. Uh, growth and change but but the, 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 the sadly the biggest thing is in regards to your question the answer is just simply from being around people who just are taking it for granted still to this day right. meanwhile I'm, I'm standing on the side stage being like i would kill to be right. in this position playing to mm -hmm. 600 people 300 people 1000 people 2000 people 10,000 people at a festival and and I know the second that you get off the stage, we're going to be back in the bus and you're going to be complaining about something. Uh, this right. th It sucks. It sucks. Watching other people live your dream and then also right. not being stoked or taking it for, you know, taking it from granted. That changes a person. Yeah. That changes a person. Yeah. No, and, and it's, it's so interesting because I definitely became that super jaded. Like I actually quit. I quit. I joined the army to quit music. Um, and if it it wasn't for sitting in the smoke pit at Fort Eustis and just being aggravated and grabbing some dude's guitar and starting to play. And for these people who have, you know, we were just in the training aspects of it, but we hadn't been home. We hadn't, you know, we didn't have our own radios. We didn't have anything. And to just play music and have people there be like, I just need this moment. I remembered why I started playing music to begin with. I remembered what I was put on the earth to do. I remembered why it was so important. It wasn't important because of a paycheck. It's important because we as artists are supposed to take all the pain and heartache in the world and we're supposed to you know, project that through the prism of our hearts into everybody else so that they can have a good time. One of the advice that I give all of my students and any musician that I ever talk to is to remember it's called playing music for a reason. It's supposed to be fun. Yeah. And for us, 
I can speak for most of my bandmates when I say this. The lyrical content of our band is is uh, comes from Henry's very brilliant mind, and he, he uses very advanced words. Sometimes we have a, a mm-hmm. thing where we we do where we're like Henry, we have no idea what that word is. Can you can you give us the dictionary <laughs> definition here because I don't know what that is. Um, mm-hmm. He's just very smart when it comes to English. We have so many songs about healing and mental health mm-hmm. and self-preservation and also self-loathing and learning and growing and change. And uh, man, I'll tell you, singing the words, it, 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 it's like my Bible and it feels very healthy and healing when I get to the parts that I sing and the, the, mm-hmm. you know, the things that people sing back, the harmonies that Chuck does and Henry. And whenever I see somebody singing the words and more importantly, whenever someone tells me that they connected with the band, because at first we were a fun live band, mm-hmm. but then they got into the songs when they went home and they actually looked at the lyrics and they're like moved by something, any of them. I have purpose. I feel fulfillment. You mentioned Eddie Vedder, uh, Chester Bennington mm-hmm. would be my, my, my mm-hmm. guy. And it, it, it still makes me very upset. And I've lost so many friends to suicide and overdose in this industry, especially, but it still makes me upset to, to not know someone is struggling that bad even though they have what seemingly have everything and have yeah. happiness. And um, I think that if I can just help keep a couple people here, that would really mean the world right. to me as a human yeah. being. Um, and vice versa, when some of those mm-hmm. people check in on me, it means the world to me because I too am human. And a lot of that stuff I can relate to. And I have very weak days, very weak days. This, in fact, this, I've, I've been looking forward to doing this interview with you guys. Cause this last two weeks have been really not great. Mm, truthfully, right. a very different Christmas for my family. We, we, we lost our grandfather. Um, uh, my condolences. My condolences. Yeah. Uh, everyone's sick. Um, you know, the band made a decision to take off a few months, which is the longest that we've ever taken off. And, uh, we played our last show December 10th and I was on stage in the middle of my speech and I was like immediately bummed out thinking about how am I going to make it through with not playing any shows for this long? I was just so bummed and it's been hard for me to want to get motivated this last week and a half with, with really anything. I know it's like a time where people normally do don't motivate and everybody just relaxes for the end of the year Mm -hmm. but i just it's not in my nature and it you know i haven't answered a text message since december 22nd minus this and a couple other Uh people that are clearly like concerned i just haven't been able to use my phone haven't used it i just Mm -hmm. i I didn't have the strength to do it um and there you go there's me just being honest about being a human being and being having weakness and you know i hope some of our people, you know, realize that they're when I tell them you're not alone, it's because I'm saying like, yo, straight up, I've been there and I still go to those places. I go there. Right. I'm talking about right. me. 
You know, you, right. when I say you're not alone, I not mean other people at the show. I'm talking about myself. You're, mm-hmm. you're not alone. Right. So, um, you know, 2015, I, I was at the lowest place in my life and I, I, I truly did want to die. And, uh, I almost mm-hmm. did and I didn't. And so here we are. Right. This is another reason why keep flying is so important to me because it came, it was the first major life change that came into my life after I was at the lowest point of my life. And right. that is why I love everything about it from the name of the band, which is a positive affirmation to the content that we mm-hmm. put out there, which is very, very real. It does not hide anything to the way at which we perform it, which is, I know that the content is tough, but we're going to perform it in a way that is going to help us get over the hurdle easier. We're not going to dig a hole and try and get over a hurdle. We're going to try and build a ramp to get over the hurdle. It's going to be better this way. And uh, man, I went on a tangent there, but my brain just went and I said, I got to get this out of me. (laughs) It's all good, man. And and, and here we are. Here we are. First and foremost, I want to, I just want to take this moment for two reasons. One, I want to thank you for being as open and as honest. I know that that is something that is very, very difficult for people to do, especially when they're going through it. So we just want to acknowledge that we see you, we see where you're at, and uh, we appreciate your openness because we know that you taking that moment and being vulnerable, that listener right now, you know, who thinks that there's nobody there can understand that they can be vulnerable and they can talk to somebody. So we want to thank you for that. That is, that is so huge. Second of all, I have your number now, so I'm a, I'm 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 gonna be that guy. Um, just so you know, you you you've now gotten a new bestest friend because I too understand the darkness, and the darkness is scary. Um, yeah. you know, so I got you. Um, so understand especially that. on Long Island. I, uh, I forgot you were on Long Island, but on Long I, I got like most of my friends are gone. No one can afford to live here. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm only here sometimes yep. because I'm mostly in Nashville now. I'm only here, and when I'm here, I'm at my childhood home, especially now more than ever with, with the law of, of my pop. Uh, I, I have things I got to take care of here for my family. Yeah. Um, that's just the Italian way for me. Uh, <laughs> but, uh, uh, yeah, everybody's gone. You know, everybody, yeah. nobody I really know from my, my past is still here, and if they are, they're either miserable uh, or they're, <laughs> they're, they don't want to do anything. Uh, right. And so... Uh, you know that's not really the energy that I that I want to roll with anymore. But well, I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna say this right now. If if you are not doing yeah. anything, and, huh? Hold on. I just said I, say. It. I don't care because okay, because this is gonna pre-record, but I'm gonna say it anyway. If you are not doing anything on the 10th of January, jump on the jump on the ferry, jump on the on the train, come out through. We're we're opening for first Jason. It's gonna be ridiculous. But come to Cafe Nine. Your ticket is on me. That's um, cool. And and come hang and just come freaking hang out with us, man. They're just coming ahead. That's cool. You can even crash on my couch, bro. Do you go back and forth from Connecticut to Sag Harbor? No, I live. I no, I live in Connecticut. <laughs> no. I'm 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 out I'm out here visiting family. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. This is this is just a vacation for me. Usually, I'm I'm New Haven. No, nah, yeah, I, you know, yeah, yeah. He, he he left <laughs> with a capital L. He ain't coming back. Right, 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 right. Yeah, he ain't coming back. You moved Island. on. Yeah, I yeah, but... no, I, 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 <laughs> Long Island was did, did some wonderful things, including encouraging me to leave. 
<laughs> but he's here on WNHHLP yeah. 103.5 FM New Haven. Myself, Preston, and my partner in crime, the Long Island Rays, Elm City Made, EZ Blues. John is with us on the show. John, great conversation with you. One thing, you are not alone. You're with good people right now on the program. Um, Tell me about your babies. What, what are your favorite babies that you made, made with the bandmates? What are your favorite songs? What are the stuff you love to perform? Uh, tell me about the music a little bit more, man. Ooh. Uh, the the last track off of Daylight, which is our newest record called right. 198 Broadway, that is my favorite song to perform. We've been awesome. closing with it because we feel like it resonates in a big way. It's mm -hmm. a big old school punk chants at the end of of just uh woes you know not not lyrics just woes so everybody can get it uh and it's a i think it's a pretty powerful song and right before that we've been closing with us uh the last track off of survival called surviving the night which is the song that i think since survival came out has brought the most new listeners to our band because it is a very mm -hmm. like we've been talking about honest song about being stuck in the cave and needing to get out and needing to wake up because if you don't, you're just going to die there. Um, so I love that. I love closing the set like that. I also love um, playing one of our oldest songs first called Safety Harbor mm -hmm. because it mm -hmm. sets the tone for the whole show because it's one of the fastest songs that we play. And the stage just explodes with live energy from us. And when, whenever we're playing with a show that has our people at it, those people also go off because it's just one of our biggest songs that we used to close with for forever. And so to open right. with it, it just changes the whole mood. Uh, and it and it just, yeah, it really sets a, a high standard for where the set's going to be. If you're a new listener or a new viewer, you're in the room like, what just happened? That was just three minutes of chaos <laughs> happening up there. Okay, They're either in at this point or they're, very far out because they're nervous and it's too much, which right. I also understand. And I've received, I've heard that from, from some people over the years. It's a little too much for me, <laughs> uh, a little too much energy, but I respect what you're doing up there. Um, <laughs> some other songs I'd say peace be the journey off mm -hmm. of daylight is another great one that okay. uh, we, we enjoy putting out because it is, lyrically a song that we've just felt the need to get out um there's been some people multiple people throughout several of the members of keep flying's lives who have sadly been living in our heads rent free and that sucks to allow and so we put the song out as like a all right now this song is out there and we can pick those we could evict those people from our thoughts and that's a nice thing to do um, you don't want to give energy to people or places or things that you don't want to give energy to, you know, especially post pandemic. I think everybody values their time more than they ever did. And we don't want to put our energy in places that we don't want to put our energy. It's that's, that's a waste of time. Um, and I'd say, um, interstate and transparency which are two of our heavier songs just same thing because whenever uh it connects with people in the audience and we get the energy back it, it feels good and it also just shows how diverse genre wise the band is mm. um we we i'm very proud of what we did this year 
Uh, we we toured the full U.S. Mm-hmm. several times. We got to go to the U.K. Uh, for the first time. We, we had such a blast. We're going to go back right away, I think, in May of All next right. year. Um, and and we're just the fear that we've spoken about several times. We had this fear of not being able to do international DIY. We did. I think that's a very okay fear. And finally, after years <laughs> of saying, oh, we'll get to it, we'll get to it. My drummer, Pete's like, when are we going to do the dang UK, man? What's going on here? <laughs> you know, I'm a, you know, I'm a, you know, I'm a, a soccer guy. I want to get over there, man. Like I'm getting pissed off and yeah. he's right. So we, 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 we cut through, figured out how to do it. Friend Mike helped us out and a few other homies hooked us up with some shows. We went, did it completely DIY. It was for the most part, super successful. All the shows were great. Minus one, which wasn't, it wasn't that it was bad. It was just felt like a concrete wall and we had the, a two-inch chisel, and we were trying to chisel Ooh. these people into enjoying it. It was mm-hmm. really tough, really tough. Um, but now that we've done that, it kind of tore the, as we talked about, it tore the wall down for me to think about going to other countries. So now right. trying to get us to Puerto Rico next year. Okay. Trying to get us down nice. to Mexico. Uh, some of the European mainland countries. I'd love to hit Hawaii. Um, clearly, Hawaii and Alaska are two of the four states that this band's not played um, with the other two being Arkansas and Mississippi, which those we can do. Those would be not too hard to do. It's just, it hasn't worked out that it made sense, but I'd love to cross these off and just be able to become as Henry's been announcing us on stage, international rock band, keep flying. I want to do more countries. So that way that applies more. Um, I know I mentioned we're taking off a little bit of time and we're hoping to go and write and record another record in mm-hmm. this in February uh, just to have it, not to necessarily release because we are still so driven to push daylight. We, You know, Nick, who did the production on the record, was like, most people haven't even heard this record all, uh, yet. You have to mm-hmm. keep, you got to keep working on this. I'm like, I know, but if we're taking off, we want to have something on, ready. You know, we want to have right. something ready to go for when it's time. Uh, make better use of our time, especially since we live in six different states. Right. Um, and that's kind of where we're at. That's kind of what what's up. We 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 just we spent the last this back half of the year touring heavily, and right. we're looking forward to getting back to it, hopefully in April, uh, yes. and really pushing again through the summer, and. Um, Pushing these daylight songs and and having fun and creating new memories and making new friends and and right. yeah, that's kind of that's kind of where where we're at. Well, unfortunately, awesome. we uh, have been told that we are at the end of the show. They're trying to pull the Apollo curtain on us. They're trying to play that yep. music at the Academy oh, yeah. Award to shut the heck the up. Cane around the, the neck. Oh yeah, the whole nine, <laughs> the whole nine. But we want to just give give these last couple seconds um, to you, John. How can people get in touch with you? How can they get in touch with Keep Flying? How can they invest better uh, with you guys? Um, your band camp, whatever you need to do. This is your time. Sell your wares, sir. Sell your wares. Well, transparently, you could just be in contact with us on any of the socials. Uh, you can hit up any of the guys on their personal socials if you got a personal question. Minus me. I don't really use mine because I just use the band's. Um, you can message me there, but I might not check it for a month. Um, 
The website's keepflying.band. That's where all the shows will be once we announce them, which we do have some locked. They're just not announced yet. Uh, that's where the merchandise is. Sure, you can use the Bandcamp, which is also whatever Bandcamp's website uh, slash Keep Flying Band. Um, but mostly, we implore you to come to a show and meet some like-minded people and have some like-minded fun and have a good time. Yes. I assure you that after a Keep Flying show, then at, le- at the very least, the next 24 hours, you will be stoked and happy to be whatever doing whatever mundane task you have to do the next day. I promise come to a show mm-hmm. and, and have a good time, let off a little steam and uh, you know, make a new memory. Awesome. Awesome. John, thank you so much for being a part of this. Um, happy to learn from you and I uh, hope we get you back on the program to learn more about you and to get the rest of the band on, man. Uh, we, we love, we love 100%. hearing about these great stories on WNHH LP 103.5 FM, myself, Preston and my partner in crime, always showing love, easy blues. Appreciate everybody.